speaks to us of divine worship, true divine worship, which is how we combat the evil of our day. But how will this reform be accomplished? How will the renewal of the sacred liturgy take place? It will take place as Pope Benedict XVI has called us, as a reform in continuity. We've been speaking of this throughout this whole call of the Holiness Conference. And I believe, I believe, quite honestly, that this call to use a hermeneutic of reform in continuity will be the mark that Pope Benedict XVI places upon the renewal of the Church in our time, both with regard to the content of our faith, the doctrine of our faith, but also in the sacred liturgy. Now I will get very personal As a young man, having discovered only in college these great treasures of our faith in what we refer to now in our day as the extraordinary form, the traditional Latin mass, the Jesus Antiquo. As a young man in college, discovering this for the first time, I was very attracted to it. And I think we see this even today in how many young people are attracted to this form of Roman liturgy. It isn't just a nostalgia for those of you with gray hair. But there's a great attraction among the young. And why? Why, as a child of the 60s and 70s, never having been exposed to it, but discovering it almost quite by accident, why was I attracted? This was long before I thought of being a priest. Well, there's something here. There is something here. And I, quite honestly, as a young man, was very sad. Having discovered so rich a treasure in the church, I was very sad because in my mind at the time it was lost. It was lost in the past. And it would never be seen or heard from again. And I, I can honestly tell you, there was a certain sadness in my heart for that. And as a young priest, even before Blessed John Paul II gave us Ecclesia Dei, his book is most appropriate, there was never really a clear expectation in my time as a priest that this form of the sacred liturgy would ever be a part of my life in the church. And so, as a priest and as a bishop, I decided that what I needed to do was, with all my power, to present and to promote a celebration in the ordinary form, the Novus Ordo, the Missal of Paul VI, as best we could, according to the liturgical norms, with as much reverence and with as much beauty as we possibly could. That was my game plan, if you will, to bring about what I felt 
myself was a needed renewal and reform in state liturgy. But to do the Novus Ordo as best we could, with as much reverence, with as much beauty as we could. I learned from a very holy priest, Monsignor Richard J. Schuler, from the Church of St. Agnes in St. Paul, Minnesota. That's what he taught me. That the liturgy must be celebrated with reverence, with awe, and with great beauty, especially with regard to sacred music. But now, our Holy Father, O Benedict XVI, has given to us a great gift. He has given us the gift of his motu proprio, Sumorum Pontificum, which now allows once again this form of the sacred liturgy to flourish in the church. This is a great treasure that our Holy Father has bestowed upon us. That this one, which I never dreamed, I never dreamed that I would ever celebrate this right, let alone be before you today celebrating it as a pontifical mass. And this gift to the church our Holy Father has spoken, is meant to do something. Yes, this allowance of this form more freely is meant to also reach out to those who were so disaffected by the liturgical renewal after the Second Vatican Council that they went to the schism. And it was meant partly to be an appeal to them so that they can know that they can find a home in the church where this right can be freely celebrated. But it is not just for that purpose that the Holy Father has given us to our devotee. In his own words, our Holy Father has given us this gift in order to reconcile us with our past. So it isn't just to reconcile those who have drifted away, but it is to reconcile us with our own past, with our own liturgical tradition. And hence, again, this hermeneutic of reform in continuity with the living and sacred tradition the church. Let me quote to you, section from Sumorum Pontificum that I'm sure you have heard many times. In the words of our Holy Father. There is no contradiction between the two editions of Roman Missal. In the history of the liturgy, there is growth and progress, but no rupture. What earlier generations held as sacred remains sacred and great for us too. And it cannot be all of a sudden entirely forbidden or even considered harmful. It behooves all of us to preserve the riches which have developed in the Church's faith and prayer, and to give them their proper place. 
and the liturgy that nursed the faith of my grandparents, and all my personal ancestors in faith. This is the liturgy which nourished the faith and gave us the great saints of the past. My venerable predecessor, whose cause was in the process for the application, now venerable Frederick Barrow, the first bishop of Marquette. This was the liturgy that he celebrated and that nourished his faith. And I feel a great kinship with my rightful tradition and past. Having experienced the extraordinary form of the liturgy, now not as a member of the faithful participating, but as a priest and bishop celebrating, I will tell you something. I am no longer content with just trying to do the ordinary form well, and with reverence, and with great devotion. I think that the need for a reform of the reform of the liturgy must go beyond simply correcting the horrible abuses of the past, the abuses that I grew up I think what our Holy Father is trying to teach us is that it's more than just cleaning up the abuses. I think the Holy Father is trying to tell us that something more has been lost that must be recovered. And so all the form of the liturgy as we move forward from this day must be measured in light of the sacred tradition. As we said yesterday, you cannot read the documents of the Second Vatican Council in isolation as if they stand by themselves. Neither can we really seriously consider the needed reform of the sacred liturgy by looking at the Missal of Paul VI, the Novus Ordo, in isolation by itself. It needs to be re-examined in light of the whole living tradition church. And so, my brothers and sisters, Back again, recalling the words of St. Paul. Let us now approach the holy mysteries, making melody in our hearts to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ.